0: Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. A week ago, we got perspective on the situation in the Middle East from Dr. Michael Allaparetti, the Global Studies Coordinator at Westminster College in Pennsylvania. Today, we expand that conversation not only to Israel and Gaza, but also what happened as Russia invaded Ukraine a year and a half ago. Dr. Alla Peretti is an expert on Eastern Europe, and we continue our conversation with him about the two wars as President Biden has united the two in requests for U.S. aid. Are there parallels or lessons to be learned between what's just begun in the Middle East and what's been going on for a year and a half between Russia and Ukraine?
1: There's some, the the thing about the Middle East situation is so different is that the the geography and space are so so different in the two in the two conflicts. I, I just don't think Americans, especially, have a real understanding about how close these places are, these territories are in the Middle East. So, for example, I I was on Google Maps yesterday. We have a college up in the north of Israel that we work with, Western Galilee College, and it's only a two and a half hour drive from Gaza to there and they're on the other end of the country they're they're north like near the Lebanese border so that entire all of those people are just compressed in a really small space you don't have that in europe ukraine is is a is a huge geographically a huge country i think where the parallel is that you have actors and i would say authoritarian governments and governments that are hostile to the united states who have perceived an opportunity to try to push the Western countries to the United States, its its democratic allies in Europe and in Israel. Their idea is that the United States won't stick it out anymore. They won't stick up for their friends in in the long term. Vladimir Putin he said that the war in Ukraine will be over as soon as the Western aid basically dries up. So the authoritarian, hostile groups that are hostile to the United States and its allies think that they can just simply outlast the United States. And so it's incumbent on us, right, to say no, that we're going to, you know, we will, we will stick it out with our friends. And so I, I do think that that is really real the real test where there's a parallel hill. Now, obviously, we're all shocked like we were last February when Russia invaded Ukraine. We we're shocked by the violence and the brazenness of the attack. And we're rallying, uh, you know, the population is rallying around Israel uh, now. But then what happens in a year, a year and a half?
0: Dr. Michael Allaparetti teaches global studies and political science at Westminster College in Western Pennsylvania. What are the dangers of America losing interest or having compassion fatigue?
1: I mean, I think the fundamental problem that Americans have is that the two oceans, right? Like we, there's a false sense of safety. What happens in places like the Middle East and what happens in Eastern Europe have direct implications for our well-being and for the nature of the world that we live in. And if you live through 9-11, you realize that, right? Uh, or if you were even older and you lived through the Cold War, you realize that interconnection. But we've, we've lived in a, a bubble of safety that is, I think, somewhat false. And mm-hmm. so we don't have a real sense of the consequences to ourselves, let alone the consequences to other people. What's going to happen in Gaza in the next few weeks is going to be an incredible human tragedy. There are more than 2 million people in that small space. Hamas is interspersed among the civilian population. And I I think a majority or near a majority of that population is under the age of 18. So basically, you've got one of the most densely populated places on the planet that is going to be essentially bombed and invaded by the Israelis for not necessarily bad reasons, but there's going to be a, a huge amount of human suffering. We're going to go on with our daily lives as a, you know, and, and just last week uh, a bunch uh, you know there was an attack in Ukraine and a, a large you know a Russian missile attack and a large number of civilians were killed, and you know we're going to just go on with our lives and our lives will be fine, but these things are happening. And we have to be aware of them.
0: I'd like to talk about reactions and the protests in the United States. What is happening with anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish sentiment in America? And are there important distinctions to be made there, too?
1: There has been a rise of anti-Semitic violence on both the left and the right in the past four or five years in the United States. It was interesting. I think AOC herself had a the Democratic Socialists in New York protested and AOC had to come out and condemn the protest. You're gonna start to see people taking positions that are you know tricky or you might be out of line. I, I think it's important for the leaders on both sides in the United States to try to present as far as possible a kind of unified front on this about what the acceptable position should be, like the support for Israel, and we should be supporting Israel. Uh, we should not be tolerant uh, or allowing anti-Semitic groups to use the conflict here to stoke anti-Semitism in the United States.
0: Analysis of the wars in the Middle East and Eastern Europe from Dr. Michael Alliperetti, who teaches international studies at Westminster College in Pennsylvania. I'm Greg Gillespie, Family Life News.